Welcome back to episode three of Real Life Recruiting. In today's episode, we're going to hear Reed Caldwell talk about his journey to Villanova Lacrosse and how his brother helped him. All right, let's start off with the interview. Here it is. All right, we got Reed Caldwell on the phone. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Okay, Reed. First question. So, can you tell us a little bit about your your whole lacrosse recruitment overall? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, it all started on September 1st. It was a really important day for me. And um, I was really fortunate to get, like, a couple calls from some coaches. And, you know, nothing really happened from there at that point. And then uh, started going to some tournaments, you know, playing some lacrosse. And, you know, I got some really interesting calls, and they wanted me to go on some visits. And I was really excited and happy. It's awesome. That's awesome. So my question is, um, for lacrosse, it's a lot different than football recruiting where you do a lot more through your club lacrosse. I know you played for Leading Edge. How is that different, and how much did you use Westfield High School for your recruiting? Yeah, um, mostly all of, all of like recruiting for lacrosse is in the summer. Like You have to play on a summer team to actually probably get recruited. For like as like Westview lacrosse, like sometimes you know, like a coach will go here or there, like like a Rutgers will come to like a game or, or two. You know, that's how you catch a look from there. But I never really got recruited through like Westfield lacrosse. It was mostly through like all these summer tournaments that you go to. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, so I know me myself, my brother helped me a lot in the recruiting process, just going through the whole thing. And I know your brother Owen plays at, or played at uh, Johns Hopkins, still playing next year. Um, how did he help you get through the recruiting process? Yeah, he was giving me a lot of pointers. I'm like, you know, you always got to call everyone. You got to be nice to everyone because you don't know where that coach is going to be the next year. So he was really just guiding me through the whole process. I personally didn't really want to go to a school or like follow in his footsteps because I wasn't given the opportunity and like I just didn't, I wanted to make my own path. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Absolutely. what I did. Uh, so our last question here, um, what other schools were you looking at? How did you end up choosing Villanova? Um, I visited uh, Lehigh, but I didn't want to do that because Hank Shapiro was going there. <laughs> and then um, I went to uh, Boston University, too. Uh, it was a really cool school. I just, you know, I didn't really like it that much. And then I went to Villanova, and I thought it was like a really good spot for me because it, it wasn't too big, and it wasn't too small, and you know, there's a lot of good things around them, so. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Reed, for joining our podcast. Uh, I appreciate it. Good to talk. All right, welcome back. Super awesome interview with Reed Caldwell, and I just kind of spitball on here. I think it was super interesting about the September 1st. He got a couple calls on the first date that he could actually start getting calls from coaches and like yeah, getting recruiting, getting get, get recruited. And then from there, he got a couple calls, like just some interest, and then nothing. And, like they stopped for a little bit. I think that was super interesting. It's got to be really tough, like after hearing from college coaches, and then all of a sudden, like you're almost ghosted. Isn't that super weird? I I also think it's weird. And the other the other thing that I question is, um, I used to play lacrosse. I used to love lacrosse. I used to play club lacrosse as a young kid, but club lacrosse as a young like as a young kid not getting recruited. Um, what do you, like? What do you? What are you? What are your thoughts on that? Um, club lacrosse is fun because you get to play with guys from other teams or yeah, other teams in the state, and 
I know Reed's on Leading Edge, and I used to play for them, and they're they're legit. That's like the best club team in New Jersey for like lacrosse, at least. And so that's really cool. But like, it's also kind of a grind. I mean, you're going for the first couple weekends in June all the way to like the last weekend in July, and it's a grind because it's nice out. Your friends are going to the beach. They're hanging out by the pool, and you're playing three games a day for two days out of the week and having two practices a week with only a couple guys from your town. And it's a high expectation because, you know, college coaches are going to be at those tournaments. So it's it's really tough. And I have all the respect in the world for all those lacrosse guys because I used to play for Leading Edge. And lacrosse, I didn't want to play in college, so I knew I could not play summer lacrosse anymore. And one more thing that I wanted to ask you before we move on to our topic of discussion today um, the fact that his brother gave him so many pointers, like, can you relate to that? Absolutely. I mean, I know I went to a ton of camps with my brother, and I know lacrosse is completely different with camps and showcases and stuff like that. But when Reed said that his brother gave him a lot of pointers, that's exactly what my brother did. He was on college with a ton of college coaches before I even talked to one. So he, he told me what I should say, what I should text them, what I should email them, what I should send them. It was a lot easier going through the process with an older brother because he had already been through it, and he knows what the coaches are looking for. And I'm sure Owen did the same thing to Reed. All right, so now moving on. So after our summer camp experience, uh, we had our junior year, and this is the first time you weren't with your brother in anything. This is the first time you went off by yourself as a football player. And we had to become leaders on a team that just won a state championship. And the season did not go as well as we wanted it to. It was that simple. it was kind of a stinky season. Do you yeah. want to talk about that? It was definitely rough. I, I remember preseason, I was calm. I'm going to be honest. I was really confident about yeah, the same. team. And we we came into the first week, Linden. And then after a fir- I, like after the first few drives, I was, I was nervous. And we couldn't move the ball the way that I thought we would be able to. Like I knew our, our team was not going to be nearly as good as the team from before because we lost a fantastic senior class. They had so many great players, and I knew we weren't going to be as good as as we were the year before, but I thought we could still contend, and after losing to Linden that first game, that really that really stung, because I know my brother had never lost a game in his high school career, and losing, and losing the first one after they leave, I think that kind of just like, not killed their legacy because they were gone, but like, it killed the streak, the 37-game winning streak, and it really stung for almost everyone on that team. What can you talk about that? Yeah, so I think, I mean, that Linden game was terrible, and I don't like talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but it also set the tone for the rest of the season. I mean, we are 4-17. and 17. We made we lost in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, we shouldn't have been in the playoffs. I mean, it was really just we, a, we, we definitely should have won that game, though. We should have won that game, yeah, but that's beyond the point. I mean, yeah. the season just did not go our way. We had a bad losing streak in there, and. It was just a very difficult season, and that impacts recruiting a ton because after having such good film from our sophomore year where we had everything in the world going for us, we had film from MetLife Stadium, we were 12-0 and state champions, sophomores, excellent, I mean, I had excellent stats, and I mean, Lyman don't really have stats, but you had everything else to back it up, uh-huh. and then going to a team that's not very good, I mean, we didn't score a ton, so there was less film, and then... It was just it was tough going into the recruiting process after that year. I mean, college the I did, there was one positive about about it. There is still a ton of colleges 
coming, coming into school. To school. Absolutely. And I have one, I have one, I mean, it happened multiple times, but I know me and Hank were visiting schools after this year, and the coaches would come up to us and be like, hey, how's the team doing? Is that streak still going? And we'd be like, oh, it's a shot to the heart. You're just like, oh. Yeah, no, it's, it's the worst because you have to be like, you know what? We're not as good as we've been the past three years. We actually finished season four and seven, which is not what anyone wants to hear. And then the coaches are like, it's like, yeah, I'm sure you heard. Oh, okay. I mean, listen, everybody's got rebuilding years, and then they're just like, you feel like they're less interested. You're just like, ah. Yeah, because because like, every coach is looking for a winner. And when you, sh- when you tell them you only won four games in one year, they definitely think different about you. But that's what's good about our senior year, which we'll talk about later. But junior year was definitely a tough one. Not, I mean, it didn't impact recruiting as much as it probably could have, Yeah, which really helped. But um, it was definitely a really tough year for all the juniors, all the seniors. It was a tough year for all of us. Yeah, so but I think you made up a great point right there that we're going to – this is kind of the focus of our episode, um, the visits that we went on after our junior year. Because after your junior year is, I think, when the process – really begins to kick. You start making a ton of connections. And also, you find out where you're probably going to end up in the recruiting process. Absolutely. And, like, I know junior year is big for me because after that, no FBS schools were reaching out to me. It was all FCS. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm an FCS player. And that's, like, where I'm going to focus my visits on. And, um, yeah, that was Yeah, fun. no, absolutely. So I'm going to start talking about – so there's something called junior days, which is a lot of schools do it. A lot of schools have done it, and it's it's not really a new thing. And it's they, an, uh, before you go into there, there's such thing as called an unofficial visit and official visits. So, this is what you need to understand. Unofficial visits, you can take as many as you want, but you have to pay for them. So like that includes travel, food, and that's basically it. But the coaches can talk to you as much as they want, and you can be on campus. And But the difference is with official visits – they you pay have to for be, everything. Yeah, and basically you have to be – there's more of an official invitation to official visits. Yeah. And you, you, the coaches pay for everything and you stay overnight. And that's kind of the difference between unofficial visits and official visits. And junior days are unofficial visits. So continue. Yeah, yeah. So, so going off of, of that, that was great, def, great defining of that, Hank. I'm, I'm impressed. So junior days are um, – colleges have junior days. They send out a ton of invitations to juniors, sometimes sophomores. And you go and visit the school. They take you around, tour the campus, give you a ton of information on the schools, let you try on the uniform, all that stuff. And um, it's really important because that gives time for the coaches to get to know you, see who you are, see a face, put a face to a body, like put a face to film. It's it's really important because the coaches, sometimes you look like a beast on film and you show up and you're not as big as the coach thinks, which is the bad part. But also you could look small on film next to a big guy show up and you're a lot bigger than they think. So it's really important. And junior days, there are good junior days and there are bad junior days. And I'm actually going to let Hank talk about one bad junior day that we both went to. Yeah, I mean, that one was terrible. But before we even get to that, I forgot I forgot to mention um, official visits you can only do once you're in your uh, senior, uh, uh, yeah, senior year. So I think it's after May it's, 1st of your yeah, junior yeah. year you can start doing official visits. I just forgot to mention that. And then also, I just what a normal junior day looks like before we go into the yeah, terrible, the terrible one because I that was probably one of the worst recruiting experiences ever. That stinks. <laughs> but um, so what a normal junior day looks like? You show up, you still, you, I mean, it's the same thing as camp because you go in, you size everybody up. Who's mm-hmm. that? Who they invite? 
and how many kids are there. And some most of the junior days, I would call them anywhere between ten and. So, I mean, the biggest ones can get up to like 100 kids, but you usually don't see that. And I would say the average one's like 10 to 25 kids, which yeah. is a really good number because you get a lot of one-on-one interaction with coaches. And yeah, and like you get to like the coaches are walking next to you on the tours and you're talking to them the entire time. So you, and like you need to make a good connection right. with the coach. Because they're going to be your coach for the next four years. That Your position coach, you'll see more than anybody on that visit. Like, I mean, you'll see their weight trainer a lot, but you'll never see like, the nutritionist, you don't want to see the head coach that much. You won't, I mean, you'll see your professors a lot, but the person you'll spend the most time with over the next four years is your position coach. So going off of that, usually you start off with a tour, you'll walk around campus, and then if um, from there you'll go through like the – so that will be like the academic side, and then usually there will be like an academic presentation where like someone will come in and do um, – just talk about the classes there and like what the work it's, ethic it's, looks like. It's, it's usually a professor that comes in and talks about how athletes – um, relate to like the academic side of stuff and yeah, it's, it's yeah and yeah. then they'll talk about like the uh the community around the school and like housing exactly. and what options are there so that'll be kind of be like the first part of the tour which like the kids don't listen to as much as the parents really do enjoy yeah. um and then from there what usually what happens is you get like a lunch break and so you have to pay for your own lunch but it's usually like ten dollars you get a meal and then from there what you'll end up doing is probably going to like their athletic uh, part of campus so that sometimes that's attached sometimes that's not and really what happens there is you go through like the weight room the training facilities the locker room and you end up putting on a uniform sometimes a jersey taking a picture and then that's kind of what the visit looks like and then sometimes you'll at the better junior days what they'll do is you'll sit down with your recruiting coach or your position coach and go into a meeting and watch some film yeah absolutely so I'm I'm gonna start off the um the bad junior day. Yeah, go ahead. Talk. I'm not, it's so I'm not, bad. I'm not gonna mention any names because I don't want to I don't want to get it out there. But like Hank said, good junior days are 25 kids max, maybe 30. This junior day had maybe 125 kids. It was ridiculous. It was it was bad, and we and no up. no before before you even say that, we each got per, a text from our recruiting coach. Inviting us to an elite junior day with only – and they're like, don't post that you got like on yeah. Twitter that you got an invitation because it's going to be really small and it's like only our top prospects. And we were like, sweet. This is going to be awesome. Like this is going to be one of our best visits yet. Yeah. And then we got there and we saw there was 125 to 150 kids. It was terrible. Anyway, and, go ahead. And we showed up and I mean some of the presentations were good. Like we sat there. But it was – it was too long. We sat in one chair the entire time. We didn't see campus. We didn't see the athletic. We barely saw the athletic facilities. Yeah, it was it was definitely a rough, rough junior day. But you know what? We both didn't go to that school, so that's that's really all that matters. Yeah, I mean, it stunk, and we just it was just very like. And the co- you never talked to the coaches. That was probably the worst part. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really what the junior day is for to make the connection with the coach that is recruiting you. So yeah, I mean, that one stunk. But now let's talk about our favorite junior days. And what those looked like. So my favorite junior day, I'm trying to think. Let it me- was probably between Holy Cross and Bucknell. Both of them were very well run. Both of them had probably 40, 40 max. And we got to talk to the coaches. Great academic presentation. Great athletic presentation. Got to talk to the weightlifting coaches. All that stuff. Went through it. Both times I got a meeting with the head coach, which was awesome. Because they the head coach is really the guy who makes all the decisions. And he's if if he likes you, that's 
really important. So I thought those two were my two favorite. I know Hank has one favorite, and he's got uh, a lot of I, stories about it. Yeah, I got one, and there's another one that I like too. Um, so one that I really, really enjoyed and I thought was awesome was uh, the Yale Junior Day. So they, they had a bunch of them, so they were very small. So there's probably only like 15 kids on the Junior Day. So I was able to like talk to coaches and stuff like that. But the day was just fantastic. So it started pretty early, but we started at, I think it was in the center of campus, which is really cool. And we walked around like a gorgeous campus, all the coaches there. And I think the really, the setting part uh, the thing that set it apart was the fact that Yale's head coach walked around with us the entire door. And I know Declan can attest to that. Like, that usually doesn't happen. Like, yeah. the head coach, like, he'll pop in and say hi, get, get do meetings. He'll pull kids out and talk to them. But, like, walking around with you for the entire tour, like, that's rare. So that was really cool. And then I remember, like, instead of, like, putting the best, like, New Haven pizza in front of us, which it's fantastic because I went after it. was really good. <sighs> Um, they took us to a dining hall and we actually got to eat what the students eat and it was really good food and that, that was awesome. So then we got an awesome tour of the campus. Everything was very interactive. We were moving around a ton and then the coaches were with us the entire time and it was just a really good experience and I thought they did a really good job of presenting the campus. And then they also had an academic presentation, which was really cool. And then they also had a bunch of their current football players do a panel for us. Which I they, they do that a lot of schools, but I thought all the players were really well spoken, and I just had a really good visit there. And they did it; they brought us to the stadium, um, and I just and we got to meet with our coaches. And I thought all the coaches were super accommodating and super helpful. So that was one of my favorite visits. And then also I had a really good visit at Fordham also, um, because at the end I got to sit in with my position coach, and we sat there for like an hour and just went over film and like what he was looking for in a quarterback and like he's like I can't wait to you to get you up at our camp and I didn't go to their camp last summer so I was going to go this summer um but yeah it was just those were my favorite experiences with junior days yeah so I think I think that's going to be the end of episode three thank you so much for listening next episode we're going to talk to Faith Dobashevitz and she's going to tell us a little bit about girls soccer recruiting I'm really excited because I know Faith's a really good athlete and a stud so I'm excited to hear what her recruiting experience was. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening.